0: With us right now, Dave Melinda. Dave, you are the founder of Positive Polarity. You are the author of the book, Growing on Purpose, and you also host a podcast, The Positive Polarity. So to our friends listening to this, if you like what you're about to hear, go search right now in your podcast player, search for The Positive Polarity Podcast, and you'll find Dave's show. Dave, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. I'm excited, Josh. Well, what is positive polarity? Awesome. Yeah, we are actually a Midwest based coaching firm. And we help people that are stuck either on their customer experience, or they're stuck uh, strengthening their team. So I did some research for my book on the connection between a strong team and how strong of experience that they actually give. So if you're struggling with your customer experience, usually it comes back to your team. And so that's where we hang out and uh, help business owners around the world to try and improve that.
0: Yeah. Um. When we're talking about customer experience, can you kind of explain just so everyone understands what you're referring to?
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be as simple as when you walk into your store. What kind of experience are they having there? How are they yeah. getting Phone answered. How well are the are the customers feeling that they're treated? You know, I mean, it's pretty safe to say, Josh, that the research shows that people will pay more for a better experience. And so, you know, when you go to Walmart, you have a personal experience there, which is quite different than when you're buying a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Big difference between the two. Not saying one's right and one's wrong. Uh, It's just really what does your customer want, we ask your customers what do they want, we want to find that out as we, uh, you know, develop your story.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm sure we've all been to. Matter of fact, I was just at a uh, pizza place, and I could tell that there was a lot of tension there with the staff. It was not a great experience. Yes. It, it was just it. It all trickles down. And so, when we're thinking about, you know, just speaking specifically to founders, um, people that are in executive leadership, or maybe they're an SMB and you know they're the owner of the company, what are those? T- tentpole things that, that we ought to be paying attention so that we can create a great culture, a great environment that then translates to great customer experience. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, you if, if you don't understand your team, if you don't know your team, I mean, I, I think that the more successful entrepreneurs, business owners, they're investing in their team first and foremost. Again, you can have a fantastic product Josh, but nobody knows about it. Nobody's good at explaining it. Nobody knows how to sell it. It's because the team is not engaged. Gallup said two out of three people in the U.S. workforce today are not engaged in their jobs. Yeah. And that's- really a challenge. So, you know, and I travel around the country and speak, as I'm sure you do, and people come up to me and they say, well, that's not a problem in my company. And I, I think, man, there must be a company somewhere, Josh, where everybody's disengaged because this is a really big blind spot for entrepreneurs today is thinking their team is engaged. So again, do they show up every day trying to further them further and better themselves, further and better their company, and then further and better their customers? And so I like starting at that actual spot of what team you know, what is the team made up of? How do they communicate with each other, and how can we really help them be the best that they can possibly be?
0: Yeah, um, what are some good questions that we might ask? Uh, you know, and and how do we ask those questions? So I guess the question, the bigger question, I want to say. Uh, and I think it's really easy for folks to say, and you already pointed this out. So, oh, no, we don't have a problem here. Sure. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, how can we discover, you know, so that we can be honest with ourselves?
1: Yeah, I think a great place to start, Josh, is asking your customer You know, I think we spend a lot of time and we bypass, hey, when's the last time you talked to your customer about how good is the experience? Tell me some things that we're doing good. Tell me some things we can do better. I mean, in the last company that I owned, we had 22 people on our team and we did what was called a customer advisory council. And uh, quarterly, these 10 customers would come in and we would get their feedback. And some of them were really good customers, some were yet to be good customers, but they were all gracious enough to jump in and say, hey, this is when I call, when I connect with you, this is what's really working, this is what we're missing and it was just so powerful to have a a different perspective to get that fresh eyes audit from somebody that you know cuz i as a business owner i think hey no news is good news <laughs> uh, the team's going well right everything's looking really good um offense is working good defense is working good we're scoring points well you know what they as for the national championship yesterday some team scored 7 points but it was not not enough you know they they missed it by 50 some points so, so scoring points doesn't do it. And the best way that I've found is get your customer actively engaged in that process. Mm,
0: yeah. Uh, and so let's say that there's a founder's listening to us and they're say, listen, I, I they're they're pulling their hair out. They're, you know, they're way overworked right now. And they would if you were to ask them what are the biggest stresses that they have in in their business right now it's they would say i don't have enough of the right people internally to serve our clients in the way that i want to and yeah. then they start bringing they start blaming the uh, the hiring environment they they start blaming the economy they start blaming all these other things which may or may not be true but what what's your take on that when um employers are struggling to attract and retain great talent uh, in order yeah. to be able to provide an exceptional yeah. experience for our customers cuz it's all people
1: Yep, absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, it's funny, you know, people, it's so easy right now, isn't it, to blame everybody else. It's the economy, it's the government, it's the competitor, it's the customer. It's so easy to blame other people. Look internally. Why can't you retain good people? The research shows that people, you know, three out of four people leave because they, of their boss. Something to do with their boss, okay? Whoa, wait,
0: wait, wait. Share that statistic yep. again. Exactly. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I exactly. just want to make sure that yep. I'm like, wait a minute, what did you say?
1: All over on the side of the road if you're listening because this one will cause some inf- inflection here. You definitely want to look internally because the research shows three out of four people are leaving because of their boss something to do with overwork something to do with disrespect something to do with i don't even maybe i just don't like you we don't connect and when they feel like there is uh, ample places to go get work the first thing they do is they start looking around and if we have people on our team that are disengaged and they're looking around for somewhere else to go we're in trouble you know so start looking internally how is how can i as a leader Really build a better organization? How can I build a better me? And the same way you want to ask your customers, why don't you ask your team? Hey, what am I what am I not doing well? You know, rather than have a review that's always about the the team member, why not have a review about me? I'm the leader. What are some things that I could do better for you? What are some things that that you're hearing from the customer about leadership? start internally before it, you know, you start looking externally, because it's a whole lot easier to work for somebody that's self aware, and Mm. open to, you know, those types of things, rather than blaming everybody on the team.
0: Yeah, I and I think, like, I, I all, it's really interesting. And I'm, I'm just being very transparent and honest. I love growing. But it's, it's difficult. And, and I would say, honestly, it's challenging for me to ask someone uh, tell me where I really suck, <laughs> you know, tell, tell me where I'm failing. I and I, and I wish that I were, I, I, that's something that I think that I could be doing more of. Uh, And, and I think sometimes my ego gets. you know, largely it's my ego that's just kind of getting in the way or the fear of like, uh, you know, and I'm sure what I'm describing is 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 not entirely unique.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, look 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 at it this way, Josh. Pretty much everybody listening started their business or they got where they are. They sat there and they had this vision of what they wanted. I know in the early '90s when I started one of my businesses, I knew exactly what I was thinking, and I, the last thing I wanted to do was make myself vulnerable and ask anybody to critique me. It didn't take me long to realize that if I don't do that, there's going to be some issues. And high turnover is one of those issues. And ego shows up, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, if you don't do it, it's going to be so expensive because the cost to replace people is hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's incredible what you are you know seeing today in the cost of of that high turnover so why not just fall on the sword humble yourself just you know get it over with <laughs> you know cuz it's going to be way less painful to create that atmosphere of vulnerability than it is to where everybody's walking around on eggshells, that that doesn't end well either.
0: You know, you posted, I was just kind of checking out some of your social media while we were chatting here and you posted a kind of a cute video about, uh, you know, about just kind of overcoming our fear uh, and, you know, the, the rewards and the treasures that come from that as opposed to staying in complacency right. and, It's often uncomfortable to do the things that we're afraid of. But, you know, kind of this concept of, you know, there is no growth in the comfort zone. And if we truly want to have that impact in the world, then we have to be willing to be vulnerable and and i think that that is a mark of a great leader it is someone that that's willing to be so introspective um and it sounds like that's kind of a, a main thrust of, of of what you end up doing uh you know both with audiences and i suspect clients as well how right. do you work uh dave
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we typically start with an individual or a team, depending on, you know, if somebody was listening and they may feel like they want to start with working within themselves. They may feel like they have a team that needs it or it's a combination of both. But the interesting part of it is we start with assessments. We use DISC really heavily because as a leader, if I struggle and I don't know things about myself, my next book I'm working on right now You know, it has to do, Josh, with business blind spots, because we don't know what we don't know. So if a leader's like, yeah, something feels out of whack, but I don't know what that is, that's a great place to come have somebody come alongside you. And I think about Michael Jordan, and I think about Tiger Woods, these guys surrounded themselves with coaches, because they couldn't see like Tiger couldn't tell what was wrong with his swing. He just knew the result wasn't what he wanted it to be. And, and this is one of the greatest golfers on the planet. Exactly. And, right. you know, and, and As so for... to what's his name? Charles Barkley with the opposite swing, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, that's horrible. But um, at the end result, you want to go 300 yards. But how do you do that? You want to be profitable. You want to grow on purpose but you don't know what that looks like. So then you say, hey, somebody help me, a coach, a mentor, significant other, whatever, somebody that is able to give you an outside perspective. And again, maybe it's the customer like we talked about before.
0: Yeah. Um, So Dave, um, on your website, and that's positivepolarity.com or or someone's been listening to our conversation right now and they're wondering, "I I like what I'm hearing Uh, what, what do you do? You know, what's, what's kind of that, that kind of initial, those initial steps that, that you find that people start engaging with you.
1: Yeah. We get calls all the time for sometimes they're specific. And, and the cool part is for me, I tell people right up front, if I can, whatever I can solve in your first free hour is, you know what, maybe we solve all of it. There's been times where I've worked with somebody for an hour on the phone and never heard from them again, because we fixed what we needed to fix. Um, But we usually start internally. What is going on? And again, when I hear my team, my competitor, my customer, my manufacturer, whatever, I have to slowly revert back to, hey, what about you as a leader? Because generally speaking it's not a hundred percent other people's fault and none the leader so we like to start with that leader and figure out how to make him or her vulnerable help them become empathetic and then we can work our way from there
0: terrific um and then as well your book growing on purpose it's on amazon Correct. who should be reading this book and what is the transformation that will take place when someone consumes the content?
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, like I said, there are so many people that I ran into in my life and run into that are growing by mistake. <laughs> they can't tell you how they got where they are. And and not that you should have a, a, a roadmap. There is something though there that, again, you're a, a strong team and an improved customer experience equals profit. That's a that's a formula that works really well. So the people that may not have a strong team and may not have the best experience, if you have a team and you have a customer, chances are very high likelihood that you're gonna gain significant uh, information from this book.
0: Uh, and your website again, Dave is positivepolarity Also, want to put another plug in for your podcast, the Positive Polarity Show. Um, yeah. But um, um, and so, you know, again, you, you kind of already mentioned this, but who would make a really so someone that's listening to us, maybe they don't necessarily like they're they're going to love the book, they, you know, love the podcast. Um, but like in terms of who you work with, uh, sure. like who would make a great introduction?
1: Yeah, usually a small to medium business owner that the clients that I work with tend to be really good at what they do, whatever Mm -hmm. they build, whatever they service there, they've been working in the business so long, and they haven't had that time to work on the business, they need a coach to help them understand they need to improve their profitability. They need to, again, create a better experience for the customer. They might have high turnover. Or it might just be a tune-up, you know, that we take our car into the... There's nothing necessarily wrong with my car, Josh. I just need a tune-up. Yeah. I need to t- the oil. I need to rotate the tires, whatever that is. And so, you know, we in an hour or two can review with with business owners, you know, what are the, the top three things of your business is your team, your customer, and the product or service that you um, employ. So we work on the team and we work on the customer because again, let's face it, most of us really know our product, our service inside and out. Unfortunately, we don't know our customer inside and out and we don't know our team inside and out. And that's usually where the failure happens in one of those two.
0: Dave Melinda, founder, business coach, leader, teacher, trainer. Again, your website, positivepolarity.com and your book, Growing on Purpose. Dave, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yes, thank you. And I do have something for the first 10 people. We have a $209 disc assessment that we're going to give away for free 60 pages. If you want to learn more about yourself, you'll never be looking at yourself again the same way. So the first 10 people uh, just jump into the show, let, uh, you know, let Josh know and we'll get you a free assessment.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they can go directly to you and just let you know that they Perfect. heard you on this podcast. Um, yeah, if you haven't done a disk assessment, do it. Uh and yeah. especially Dave, if you're providing some, you know, some additional support and or guidance around that, absolutely yep. brilliant. And that that by the way, um, if you haven't, if you haven't got do you have do you guess what I am?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. High D, high, 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 D, high. high, yeah. high <laughs> off the chart. So yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: <laughs> Dave, Melinda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free, you can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day.